that doesn't that's what doesn't make sense to me you're gonna make up your mind now i just i just think it's a little dumb it pisses me off that he does no 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 this is different it's definitely different really on my nerves right now you're listening to the loose change podcast with your hosts nick waglia and jaris galley Loose Change Podcast, episode number 68. Uh, last week, we told you we didn't have a guest, but we said that we think we have a guest for this week. We were pretty certain that we had a guest for this week, and we got that guest for this week. Uh, topical, because a ton's going on right now with the MLB trade deadline. People are moving left and right. AL East, the AL East teams, for whatever reason, are just sending their players inside the ALEs, which I find kind of weird. But uh, to talk about everything Red Sox, talk about all these trade deadline moves, we got Evan Drellick on the show of NBC Sports Boston. Evan, thanks for coming on tonight, man. Absolutely. What's going on, guys? Nothing. Just seeing all these these crazy moves. And, you know, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead it off with this one because I was almost half insulted. I'm watching this. I've been so in on Zach Britton. You know, for the past few weeks, I've been so I was like the Red Sox. This guy would fit perfect with the Red Sox. It's what they need. They need bullpen help. And the Red Sox are playing the Orioles. They keep showing Zach Britton. And I I think I tweeted this out that night. I was like, this is going to be a real kick in the nuts. If the Orioles, while the Red Sox are in Camden Yards, trade Zach Britton to the Yankees. So, you know, I guess that's my question. Do you think the addition of Zach Britton to the Yankees, especially for the amount that they gave up for him, do you think that was a good move for the Yankees? And do you think this puts the Yankees that much closer to the Red Sox or even better than the Red Sox and you know, make you worried about the Red Sox and Yankees come playoff time? Well, the division is is the thing first and foremost. And I've, I've been somebody who last year and this year thought the Yankees were the better team. I thought the Yankees were going to win the division last year. I was wrong, and I thought this year. They, they would, and uh, so far it looks like I'm going to be wrong again. Um, we knew they'd get a starting pitcher, all right? Like, we knew the Yankees were going to get a J.A. Happ or somebody yep. like that. That that was the part that we knew. We didn't know the we didn't know the big-time reliever was also going to be part of Brian Cashman's uh, catch the Red Sox and, and try to win the division plan. Uh, yeah, if, if, if you do end up playing the Yankees in a short series, five games, seven games, whatever, uh, that's that's frightening to have him in that group of relievers now. It, it adds a different dimension. Um, you know, for the regular season, you can you can argue Hap is more important uh, and, and kind of matters more. I think that's you know, certainly from the to me that that's a little bit more the focus at the moment. It's ensure you avoid the one game playoff. I mean, Britain is huge uh, in, in in any setting, but um, I, I don't know if you worry about him quite as much. Uh, in the playoffs, as you do, you know, they, they play each other a ton in September. And it, it, it's about winning. Uh, it's about avoiding the wild card game. That's really what it is for me. Uh, Evan, they, the Yankees didn't stop. The reports are that they're getting Jay Happ, too, from the Blue Jays. So Yankees are firing and also are trying to catch the Red Sox. Are the Red Sox complacent with where they are? Obviously, we know, asterisk there, we know they can't do much with what the farm system they have left down there. But um, do you see any other moves coming for the Red Sox closer as we get closer to deadline, or are they happy where they are? No, they're still monitoring. They're still looking. I, I would, I think I would still bet they would trade for a reliever. Um, the, the thing that we're not sure if they'll end up doing is go for a second baseman or midfielder. Uh, you know, Pedroia 
presumably out for the year, or if not, I mean, you know, at this point, he's a non-factor, whatever the case is. Um, and, and there, you know, some in the organization who think they should, uh, but at the moment, that's not the approach they're taking toward the second baseman. Um, they're still monitoring, they're still active, and I do still think that even with Evaldi, who's now in the rotation, doesn't really solve the behind Craig Kimball question and problem that Joe Kelly's struggles have exacerbated. And uh, so I, and we've, we've seen that, you know, when it comes to veteran uh, guys who are making a good amount of money who might be about to be free agents, the Red Sox can give up a mid-level prospect. I mean, they, they've, been, they've been doing it left and right. Um, so they, they still have the ability to get a reliever. Uh, it's just a matter of whether they go out and get something beyond that. All right. So, uh, yesterday, Dave Dombrowski, they're, they're, the media is there asking him about this whole Zach Britton move to the Yankees and the Nathan Evaldi trade that they made. He said something to the effect of, it sounded like, yeah, we could have gotten Zach Britton if we wanted to, but we thought Nathan Evaldi kind of fit what we needed more. Do you buy that? Do you think that they were actually that close to getting Zach Britton and they could have? if they wanted to, because it was kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, we we could have done that if we wanted to, but we decided not to. We let the Yankees do it. Do you do you buy that? Do you kind of think are you thinking the same thing? I think when he says that kind of thing, Um, you know what? I had a separate conversation uh, and uh, the the same thing Dombrowski said was was reiterated to me. The Red Sox, look, if they wanted to, yeah, they could have parted with uh Chavis or Groom or Dahlbeck or Mata, whoever, whatever the name might have been, they still have enough names to get a guy like Zachary, to get, you know, the top yep. end reliever who's about to be a free agent. So it's you know, it's a little bit of semantics with how people have been describing the trade deadline, not necessarily you guys, but it's, it's not that they can't do anything. It's that if they do anything major, then you really are left with nothing or close to nothing because yeah. you, you, you just don't have that. The, the, that extra layer of prospects anymore, two extra layers, whatever, however you want to look at it. Uh, you know, you have some elite talent, but you trade that away, then you do hit that point or you get close to that point where you, you literally say, no, we don't, we do not have the players to make this deal. Um, and yeah, yeah, could you always package five mid range guys to get somebody? Maybe, but, you know, people like high end talent. So they do still have some. Yes. So, for the bullpen itself, I'm curious because today the, the Red Sox sent Brandon Workman back down to AAA. And I want to get your thoughts on that because I look at that as a, a question mark to me just because he's been good for you and one of the relievers that I trust. Uh, and I think a lot of fans are starting to trust back there. And uh, with guys lingering and not trusting a lot of them, Workman seemed like a suspicious one to just l- walk away when you haven't made a move yet for a reliever. He was one of the guys that was actually pitching pretty well. Well, he'll be back. Uh, Cora today said that he thought Workman had flattened out a little bit. It sounds like they think that maybe he's reading between the lines. It sounds like they think he's maybe a little tired. Um, you know, he's been bit by the home run a little bit lately, and you do get into a situation where you only have so many guys with options. It's so, so you know, you, you don't have a great range of choices in in, in the moment. Um, yeah, and is he is he drastically different than the other options you have down there? I mean, it seems like every, you know, every single guy is uh, just kind of a uh, you know, low to mid nineties uh, righty. Um, but the upside with Workman, I, I, I do I do think they believe in it. I think you're going to see him still. It's just it, it, it was an in the moment type of choice they had to make, uh, and then. I'm probably Hector Velasquez's biggest fan, so I, I wouldn't have uh, supported optioning him. 
Oh, I'm right there with you. I, I love Hector Velasquez. Um, yeah, let's let's talk about the Savaldi deal. So the Red Sox really didn't give up too much with Jalen Beeks. I was at Jalen Beeks' first game, and it was like a waste of a night for me. I just I wanted to die watching him pitch in the stands. But um, but what do you just give me your overall thoughts on this whole Evaldi trade? And do you think that he's going to work out well in Boston? And do you think once other starting pitchers like Stephen Wright, Erod, uh, they start coming back, do you think Evaldi's going to stay in the starting rotation? And who do you think is going to end up in the bullpen if that happens? Yeah, yeah, that's a big if because in Dabrowski, I remember Yankee Stadium uh, last time Red Sox were there, had a little press conference and talking about the trade stuff, and you know, he talked about that scenario when all these guys are healthy. It, it you know, when does when does it actually happen? It, it just yep. it doesn't happen. You know, um, if you had to put somebody in the bullpen, usually what happens in that situation is you look at the whose stuff's going to play up in the bullpen and who has comfort in the bullpen. That usually ends up being. The determining factor. You know, Pomerantz has done before, but Pomerantz does not look good right now, and I don't think his stuff is really suited for the bullpen. Of all, he throws hard, so and, and he and he's done the swingman thing. I mean, he, he he can do it, so he would probably be a candidate. You know, if Erod comes back, depending on how quick he can get built up, the confidence he shows in the leg, I, I think he would actually be a, a good guy to see in the yeah, pen too, uh, because. It's, Strikeout stuff, you know. That's 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 what you're looking for in your relievers. How do I feel about the about the Evaldi deal overall? Um, for this year, it could be it could work out perfectly. You know, it, it, in terms of guys who are out there that could fill both needs, starter reliever, it's 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 clever on that level. Uh, Beaks, you know, people are down on him because, like you said, they saw the first two starts. It's really not the way to judge him. It's not the way the teams are judging him, obviously. <laughs> Um, he could, he, he's shown real improvement at triple a, could he be a four, a pitcher? Yeah. Do we know that right now? No, definitely not. We, we and you know, the guy's going to be the Rays have him for six years, you know, six plus years. If they want him now, there's value in that. It's not like the Red Sox have a lot of upper level pitching depth. Um, and, and, you know, so this was a chip they gave up and they, and they don't have a lot of chips left. And, you know, I had a tweet yesterday that, uh, would it kill the Red Sox to ever get a prospect back in a deal and, you know, yeah, I got some people, some people pointing out to me, some, some, some industry people are like, you know, that's unfair because it's midseason and the time you make those trades is in the offseason. That's a good point. You know, realistically, midseason, you don't usually see that type of thing. It doesn't mean you can't get a prospect back midseason. It's just you don't see it that often. But I think I think my reaction to the trade was a little bit of the bigger picture one, because that's just where my head's been at lately with this team is, um, you know, there's a wall coming and, and these deals are all the same. They're all uh, trading away, uh, you know, assets. And, and there's really, it's, you know, it's not so much that uh, the prospects they've given away have bit them. Eventually they will, by the way. It, it, is, it is a numbers game. You will eventually give away somebody that uh, will bite you. It's just, that's just the way this works. When you, when you have this larger volume of guys, it'd be amazing if they didn't. Um, but it, it, it's, they haven't replenished. They haven't gotten, they haven't had good drafts. They haven't by trade added prospects. So, uh, you know, for this year, fine move. Could work out great. Could be the smartest trade ever. In the bigger picture, um, like I said, where my brain's at, uh, you know, it's just, it's it's more of the same. Do you think the Red Sox like beat the league, quote unquote, to the to the punch with this guy? Because I know Core made a comment about that, about how they feel like, you know, they, they jumped the gun and they, they, the league kind of was going to the, the rumblings that he was going to be dealt. And so like the Red Sox kind of beat the league to the punches. Is, is there that much value with this guy that they felt like they had to get him sooner rather than later? 
Well, a couple things there. I mean, Dombrowski's general MO has been when, when he, uh, you know, he, impulsive might be a right word. Um, he, he, he can move quickly. If you get the guy he wants, he usually works pretty quickly to get a guy to get it done. Um, I'm sure that Cora got a text or two or, or call whatever from some team that, you know, some one of his friends on the team that, that had interest in him. Um, does that mean that the, you know, that this is like the steal of the century? No, no. You know, I mean, it, it, there can be some advantage in the quick strike, but at the same time, you know, you are seeing other guys fly off the board here, Britain, um, uh, you know, the Indians with hand. And it, it, so I, I guess I wouldn't feed too much into that idea. You know, it, it's a nice, um, I, I think, I think that could happen with trades, you know, your, your buddies with another team will say, Oh man, we, we like that guy, but that doesn't always mean it's a big deal. You know, uh, I, I guess is the way to look at it. All right. Straight away right now from the trade deadline. I just kind of want to talk about this news that came out recently. If the rotation plays out the way it is, it looks like David price is going to be pitching next Sunday night uh, against the Yankees, um, you know, on primetime TV. I, I just want to know, do you like that move? Do you like that Cora is throwing Price right back into the fire with the Yankees? Or do you think this could kind of ruin his psyche for the rest of the season if things go drastically south like we saw last time? You know, the dude's a mystery. Um, I, I wrote yeah. after the Yankees started that, you know, it, it was it – was, I, I bought into the Yankee-itis thing. In the back of my mind, I still have some doubts um, because – I just I don't know how it really manifests itself. Like, all right, so what? He sees he sees the Yankees, and then he just completely melts. But if he's playing, and you know, what? When does this? Whatever. If if it's truly just a mental thing, if that's all it is, uh, you know, what is causing it? Is it is it national TV? Is it the Yankees? Is it uh, being a member of the Red Sox and also facing the Yankees? You know, because he did do well against the Astros in the, in the playoffs last year. And then people get the argument of, well, that was in relief. And you know what? You're still standing on a mound in a, in a pressure pack situation. I, I just, it, it, it's, it's very ambiguous lines of what, of what uh, people think make David Price melt. That said, that start was freaking brutal. I mean, I mean, he just could not control. He couldn't stop the bleeding, which is it's oh bad. Oh my God. It was awful. It, yeah. I was, and, and at I, this point, yeah. Sorry. I was going to say, I was in Key West. Watching that, I was so ready. I had my Red Sox stuff on. I was watching the game at the bar, and I wanted to just go behind the bar and die. It was so hard to watch. Yeah, and it's um, it's strange because he's better than that, and and so that's why my mind goes to like, well, what is going on with this? You know, is, when he doesn't have his command like that, and he's getting raked like that. Like, um, is it? Uh, 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 is he hurting? You know, is is well, next start? He hits three guys in an inning. Like that's that's the Royals. That's the, you know, it's like so. Something, it's just I don't I I don't know. Is it, you know, but I do know this. I know that that he's not going to get the benefit of the doubt against the Yankees until he does well against the Yankees, and nor should he at this point. You know, I mean, you still have me kind of like logically trying to sound this thing out because it doesn't. There's something logically that doesn't make sense about like okay, it's the Yankees and that's it. Um, because he has pitched well against the Yankees before. It just, it, it, it's just not a clean explanation for me. But um, it, the last outing, you also can't argue with it. And, and you can't argue with what he's done since he's been a Red Sox. So whatever, they had to put him back out there. He's still my game two starter, uh, at least the third home. And we'll see how the season shapes up with, you know, home road splits, if you buy into any of that stuff. But, uh, yeah, yeah I, he had to start that game. 
and and if they hit him, my, my God, I mean, if they actually uh, didn't start him, can you imagine the uproar? Oh yeah, he would probably he would get more backlash if you don't start him, thinking that he's the reason why, than if you did start him, and pitches bad. Yeah, they 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 had to, it's almost from a PR standpoint for for. Um, I mean, even if the rotation just happened to shape out, you know, they control how the rotation looks. But uh, it, it just the look of him not starting that against the Yankees would have been would have been very bad. Oh yeah, it, it would have been awful. Just the, just from a PR standpoint, it would have been it would have been horrible for him, especially since he's kind of been recovering from that this year. But uh, but hey, Evan, thanks for coming on. We know you were kind of crunched on time sitting there in the press box down at Fenway right now. So uh, thanks for taking the time to come on the show. You got it, guys. Anytime. Yeah, uh, catch everything he does, NBC Sports Boston. Follow him on Twitter, at Evan Drellick. And you can occasionally hear him. This is weird for me to listen to you here through my headphones because you, I hear you on Kirk and Callahan all the time. And I told you last time, love Kirk and Callahan. And then you said, I'm sorry that you love Kirk and Callahan. So. Uh, yeah, my, my apologies are only uh, ringing truer and louder these days. So. <laughs> hey, Evan, thanks for coming on tonight, man. We appreciate it. Hope to get you back on soon. You got it, guys. All right, thanks, Evan. Dude, Major props I don't, I from, don't... The, from the press box, by the way. Major props. Because oh, I, yeah. I was going back and forth with them, and I was like, can you do it, man? Like, and they were at the game. I was like, yeah, I'll do it with the press box. It's fine. I'm like, I've been in that press box before. He's probably getting some looks right now. Oh, yeah. Super, super chill guy, too. I love I love having Evan on. He's, he's honestly, like, up until maybe, what, a year and a half ago, two years ago? I'm not going to lie. Before, before he made his big thing on Kirk and Callahan, because that's like, that's – I'm not saying – Kirk and Callahan made his career explode, but it kind oh, of helped out a little don't, bit. Don't, don't do that. He'll admit don't, it. Don't, don't give Kirk, it. He'll don't admit give Kirk it and Callahan any more credit than they need. He'll, and he'll admit it helped. That dude, <laughs> Kirk brings it up all the time. He's like, you wouldn't have a career without me, pal. But uh, but no, Evan's great. Evan's literally one of my favorite Red Sox reporters in the town. Because he, he's just like, he just he shoots it straight, but he does it without being a dick. And you can tell what he's telling you is genuine. He's like, it's like, not like... It's yeah, not, you know. Yeah, it's not like he's looking for a hot take. He's no, like, he's actually people. reporting how he feels and reporting what he sees, which is great. Because, you know, in fucking 2018, you don't get that shit all the time. So I'm glad. I was going to ask him about Alex Cora bitching about Baltimore, but you cut me off and decided to end the interview, so... Well, because he said 15 minutes, that was a 15 minute mark. And I know he was in the press box. Usually, usually like we let it drag on a little bit, but he was in the press box. So I figured there, but I was really curious what he thought about the Alex Cora bitching about oh. the situation. I was, uh, I was also curious how many more chances you give Drew fucking Pomeranz before you send his ass to the moon. God, he sucks. <laughs> so that was my next question. How many times, how many more chances you give Drew Pomerantz before you ship him off to the moon? Because the guy stinks at playing baseball. Yeah. Did you hear? Me, did you hear? Me tell, no, I, I, I didn't even care. He for goes, it. I missed on yeah. two pitches. You missed on a lot more than two pitches. You that sounds like David Price under John Farrell. Oh, you know, just I, have my, I feel like I was throwing pretty good stuff today, but I just, I, I threw a couple up there. No, sir, you sucked the whole game. You shouldn't have been out there. Dude, when he said that, I was audibly, I was sitting on my couch and I was like, what? You just done two? Two bitches? You got rocked.